It's sad, isn't it, when a candidate has to lie and start airing misleading negative attacks that are a projection of the very things she does? This year, that candidate is Janet Protosewitz. Janet and the money she gets from out-of-state liberals is trying to scare you about Dan Kelly. Janet and her friends don't want you to know about her 25 years of letting dangerous criminals off easy with no jail and low bail. Uh Uh-uh, Janet wants to hide her failures and her behavior by telling dirty lies about Dan Kelly. Because if you really knew her record, you wouldn't vote for her. Did you know Janet has been accused of elder abuse by family members? And it's been corroborated by others? It's true. And Janet is an extremist who has publicly said she wouldn't put her thumb on the scales of justice all the time. Really? And she wants to be a justice? So Janet, if you're listening, listen closely. We don't want a justice who projects her lies on others. We want a justice who has something you might find remarkable. Honesty. We're at the 7th Congressional District Caucus, and I'm sitting here now with State Senator Romaine Quinn, who has owed me a couple of interviews because he's ditched me a couple of times, or at least I'm going to say that. (laughs) So um, he's sitting here, and he came with Barron County. Uh, He's representing the 25th District Senate seat, and we are so happy to have him because we haven't had a Republican in that seat for a very long time. And it's a fight. It was a fight all the way through. So I'm grateful that you're here. Maybe we can talk a little bit about what's going on and we can talk about what's going on in the district, Senate, and how it's going for you. Obviously, get out the vote on April 4th. Awesome. Yes. And I did not mean to uh, duck you those couple times. So glad to be back, Cheryl. Been quite a ride since we announced about a year and a half ago to run for the 25th Senate seat. Like you mentioned, it's actually been 36 years since a Republican has held this seat. Long, long time. That's why today is kind of great because the first time we've had a seated 7th Congressional Caucus with 100% Republican elected uh, representatives for this congressional seat. I think ever come a long way since the since the days of Dave Obie. It's been a blast to have a seat at the table and to really keep turning northern Wisconsin red. Yeah, I think that's fa- fascinating and wonderful. And I'm very excited about it because, you know, I used to live up there. still have my heart still up there in that area. It blows me away that I sit now in a county where it's all red. Basically, we have a congressman that's red, which, of course, up there is too. We have uh, I have a state assembly and I have a state senator that's red. And uh, I'm amazed because it's so great. And being up there, I was so used to fighting so hard. And you know that too. You were like the mayor of Rice Lake and what, you were 19 years old, I think, when you were elected. And you've come a long way. And now you're a state senator, which I'm pleased about. I think that um, what we like we're witnessing here at the caucus, there's a little bit of discontention. It happens almost every year. We need to get all of us on board, all of us focused on what April 4th is all about. So maybe you can say a little bit about how do we bring us all together right here, but we want to make sure that people understand how important it is to come together for this get out the vote for Supreme Court, just Daniel Kelly. Absolutely. And I think it's important to remember that no matter what the differences we may have on particular issues, that we are a far cry way more united than uh, the positions that the other side holds. So I think of even now as, as Roe versus Wade has fallen and we're debating abortion in the state. You know, there's some Republicans that are no exceptions type, right? From the moment of conception, there's others that uh, think it should be allowed after six weeks, 12 weeks, 15 weeks, right? And so we'll have that debate within our own party, but we're not the party of abortion anytime for any reason up until the point of birth and paid for by the taxpayers. So that's why it's so important that I think people have a reality check that no matter what we squabble with here at the district caucus or out and back in our home districts, 
we have far more in common and the other side is united. So we absolutely have to get behind our candidates to make sure we're successful. Because if not, you know, we're going to turn into Kansas with this upcoming race. If we lose Dan Kelly, look at Kansas, a far redder state. And Kansas now has wide open abortions paid for by taxpayers because they lost their Supreme Court. Well, that means far more than me than the little squabbles will have inner party when that could come to Wisconsin. And that's not what we want. You're absolutely correct. I do not want that. And there's such a list of things that we could lose. I mean, I remember going through the fight of voter ID. I remember going through the fight of concealed carry. I remember Castle Doctrine, all these things that we have fought for for years to have that on the line right now is pretty frightening for all of us, I think. I know that when I was talking and talking to Brian Shimming, we were talking a little bit about that. And, you know, we were there, concealed carry. And it's like, it took a long time to get there. It took years. And we finally get there. Now we're thinking years later that we may lose that if people don't get out the vote. And the biggest thing is it's a spring election. Start paying attention to your local elections. I don't know how you are, but I go around. I talk to people. I've been helping some school board members locally. We need to get busy and back. We've kind of let that go, our local. We've kind of let it go. And that's what one of the things, too, where I live is it's all red in the, you know, Assembly, Senate and Congress blue everywhere else because we've let it go. We've dropped the ball. And now we're starting to get back out there and say, wait a minute, we need some conservative voices on here because we don't want those books in our school for our kids. Yeah, we don't want that. And it's something that I think we all need work towards. And if we don't get Justice Kelly elected, it could be something that's not good. Yeah. And I'm glad you mentioned local elections. Winning those are important for two reasons. One, most of our elected officials today started at the ground level. And so having conservatives elected at a local level builds our bench of potential future candidates. I know I started on city council, mayor of race, like graduated into graduated right into the assembly. And now I'm in the state Senate. So having people run for those really builds our bench. And we have a deep bench, um, I believe, in Wisconsin. And then two, it's preventing communities from going down those rabbit holes that end up harming us in the long run or putting the legislature in a pickle when communities start banning voter ID or your city council votes to ban open carry or when they just they use those bodies to push the envelope, right, which winds up in court and it gets litigated. And then sometimes it might wind up at the Supreme Court. And now uh, what are we talking about today? A Supreme Court election. So there are real consequences to one, not voting in April for local elections and not voting for the Supreme Court because those two really do go hand in hand because everything today gets litigated by the left. It absolutely does. I've watched some of the ads that have been out there and, and I've talked to a lot of people because they'll say to me, why isn't Dan Kelly doing more, more ads and positive and you know, what, what's this stuff going on? And I don't really watch TV. You know, I'll see something maybe come up on my YouTube or something if I'm watching something. So I don't really see all of that, but I have a lot of senior citizens that talk to me about that. And they're the ones that watch TV, I think, more than anyone else, especially as younger. We kind of stream things and we do things differently. There are some terrible ads. When I saw some of them, I was like, wow. And what's really wrong is that millions and millions and millions of dollars pouring in here to help her. We have people in Wisconsin that work hard for a living. Inflation's going on and it's tough. The one thing that I believe is I think they can they can maybe outraise money from us, but they can't outvote us energy wise. We, we really work our tail ends off when it comes down to this. And I know that everybody's out there doing doors and everything, just like they did for you running for Senate. And I'm sure you're doing stuff like that too, and phone calls and cards and everything else. And I appreciate everything that you're doing. Hit a little bit on that. What what are you doing to get out the vote in, in your area? How it's going up in that area? What are you hearing? Because I believe the Northland has the votes. They have the votes. And that's what we really need to do is get those people out to vote. And we've had a lot of snow this year. <laughs> so we don't want that. Yeah. And at the end of the day, I, I think we do have the numbers. I think we really are the party that is the silent majority. And it's just a matter of recognizing those issues, helping those people understand that maybe sit out every other election or just spring elections. You only see the do matter, like you mentioned just a minute ago, all those issues that were on the line that they went to the polls in November for 
you know, to select a president or select a governor that's going to protect their rights, you're going to lose that in April because <laughs> you're not voting in April. So yes, we are using everything at our disposal, social media, our contacts through our campaign. We've donated money along with Congressman Tiffany to drive out votes in, in areas that might be soft because we're not in the right media market. It was interesting take today. I didn't even think of that, but Democrats really do have an advantage when they live in clustered areas. It's so much easier to target media. Like when we spent on our race, I had to have radio stations, different buys in the Wausau market, in the Ashland market, in the Duluth market to hit Superior, and then the Barron County market, which is kind of covered by Eau Claire. Well, when 90% of your electorate base is in Dane or Milwaukee County, you can put all your eggs in one basket and be way more effective. So we naturally have a disadvantage on advertising. We're spread out, so that helps in legislative elections, right? Doesn't matter how much you win Milwaukee by. Doesn't affect us in, in Northern Wisconsin, but statewide and the dollars they spend, they can be more precise. So that's why it's upon us to do everything we can every election. You can't sit them out to show up and, and make that difference. Well, thank you very much for stopping by and talking to me. And I want you to end with maybe um, saying a little bit about your family and how everything's going, because I bet your wife is happy to have you back home some, at least a little bit, and the kids. Awesome. Yes. So I am blessed to have two little boys. He just had a second birthday. Otherwise, I always said I had two under two, three and a half month old. And then my little boy just turned two. So pretty blessed. Um, Raquel was, I joke, a single mom during my campaign because I was gone every day, every night on the doors, because that's what it takes to flip a seat. And people don't realize the work it takes. And of course, now we're in the legislature in the middle of budget time, and I'm gone a lot again, but I'm looking forward to the summer. The legislature is out of session. So yes, I've got a great supportive team and family, and that really helps candidates when they they make the sacrifice to run. Well, I want to say thank you for doing that. It's We appreciate it very much. And I know you're doing a great job representing the Northland. And that is very appreciative from me and from many people that live there that worked hard for many years to get someone like you in there. It's nice to see young people that are out there and active and know how to win the races. I mean, it's so great to see that whole area turn red, which is fantastic. And I'm very thrilled about that. So thank you very much for putting yourself out there. Putting your name on a ballot is not easy. Running a race is not easy, just like you said. I mean, your wife was, you, you were probably on the milk carton like Dan Kelly is right now, you know, missing in action because you're so busy. So thank you so much for doing that, Romaine. And thanks for sitting down talking to me at the 7th Congressional District Caucus, where we hope that everything's going to go smoothly now. Yep. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. And Wisconsin's worth fighting for. Absolutely.